a choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding Reality. Welcome to Expanding Reality. I am your host, Brandon Thomas. On this very special episode, we have part two of Bo's Ayahuasca Healing Journey. This is the integration session. And of course, the great and powerful Carlos Tanner joins us for this one as well. This conversation, guys, absolutely fascinating. The change that Bo has undergone through this treatment is absolutely remarkable. He is not the same guy. You will notice it from part one to this part, just the way that he articulates his experience, the way that he, his new awareness is in life, it's mind-blowing. So all the ways, of course, to find Bo, if you guys would like to let him know and show him some love on his Instagram there, how much you appreciate him sharing his story and just show him some love and support, it'll be located down in the show notes as well, of course, guys, for the Ayahuasca Foundation, the facility that Carlos Tanner is the director, program director of, that Bo went to go undertake this incredible incredibly powerful healing. So all the ways guys again are located down in the show notes to find both of these gentlemen. Uh, before we get to the conversation that's un- unbelievable, unbelievable, just mind-blowing. So we're going to get to it. Uh, Food Forest Abundance, check the show notes down there for that resource link, uh, as well as Libsyn if you'd like to start your own podcast, as well as Amazon if you're going to feed that beast at all, run it through our link, it helps the show. Also down there, guys, is going to be Opus, the organization for paranormal understanding and support for all of your paranormal needs. Got time slips, abduction phenomena, contact them, they can absolutely help you guys out. Also, uh, just kind of wanted to say something here. I, you know, am not in the habit of asking for help, so I'm going to change that right now. If you guys check the link marked called to action down there, uh, that would be a massive, massive help. And you will understand why whenever you take a look at that. And I thank you in advance for your support, guys. Truly grateful for this audience. Y'all are incredible. Okay, so located down in the show notes as well is going to be expandingrealitypodcast.com. Check that thing out. That's going to link you to all of our socials. Uh, the merchandise is there if you want to rep the threads as well as the lives are replayed there. The Too Hot for YouTube is there. All the collaboration shows that I've been grateful to be a part of and all the panel discussions on other folks' amazing shows has uh, just been amazing. So it's all linked there, guys. So check that out for sure. Um, okay, I think that's about it. So let's let's get to this incredible conversation, guys. I'm just so grateful uh, that Bo shared this. I'm so grateful that Carlos joined us, and the change is miraculous. So without any further ado, this is Carlos Tanner and Bo Shafnowski. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back, we have part two of Bo's magical transformation with ayahuasca healing. And uh, here Bo is, look at him fresh-faced. I'm so grateful. Uh, we've already spoken a couple of times on the phone since you've gotten back and when you were on your way back. And man, just a total transformation. So I cannot wait to get into this with you guys. And of course, we're joined by Carlos Tanner. How are you, Carlos? I'm doing great. Good to see you again. Hell yeah. Just so grateful, guys. Great feedback on the first round. Uh, people just can't wait to see what your integration's all about. And so that's what we're going to do this evening. But Bo, what's your, how are you feeling, man? It's good to see you. 
Uh, I feel like a million ducks all quacking at once. I, uh, it's it's great. I I feel lighter. I like ever since session three, I feel like way lighter, and I've been like way more focused and way more like one with the universe. <laughs> I well, guess great. would be a, a one way to say it. I I do feel more present, more aware, definitely more aware, more present, more blessed, more just rejuvenated. Well, yeah. and like I said, you you could tell, you could totally tell, just in the way that you speak about things, just everything about it, man. I've known you for a long time, and this transformation's been incredibly impressive for me. So, Carlos, well done, man. Uh, and like I said, a lot of great feedback, guys. So, I'm really excited to get into this integration session with you. So, Carlos, I'll just turn it over to you, brother. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah, good to connect again, Bo. And so glad to hear that you feel good that you had a positive experience. I talked to my staff too. They all had wonderful things about your group. Um, there were like, I think some, some similarities that you probably resonated with some of the other people in the group, which always is the case. And, but yeah, I'm just so, uh, happy to hear that it went really well for you. Um, so let's see if we can like keep that going and, and not just like maintain it, but expand on it, uh, increase it, deepen it, you know, amplify it, make it better and, um, keep it going. So one of the, um, important things that we talked about in the preparation was recording, uh, your thoughts, your ideas, your insights, the, the experiences that you were having, the lessons that you were learning. Um, so did you have a chance to record that in some way? I know that you brought some video equipment with you and stuff. So, um, were you, writing things down were you filming it Do, were you doing a personal diary or what was what was that process for you like uh, it was kind of kind of a mess i was all over the place uh, it was you know a lot of plot to process but i i probably got about 25 30 pages of journal written i've got i don't know hours and hours of footage a lot of it's just me talking to the camera in my my room and and looking sitting out on the porch and are in the hammock chatting with myself, you know, early in the morning, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Right I, I documented a whole lot of it and, and yeah, walked, walked myself through remembering everything. It's weird how like after each session, you'll like, it'll all just be this big thing. And then you'll still remember new things later that, Oh yeah, I remember that. I'd forgotten about that. That was just like a snippet in time in this massive journey, but it was impactful and then it comes to you anyway you you know exactly what i'm talking about. i do well that's why i yeah. recommend writing things down too because sometimes yeah. it just comes in and out like uh remembering a dream and if you don't record it you have you run the risk of maybe not remembering it um i'm so glad that you have so much of that material now one week ago you were had just come back from the jungle you were still in in Iquitos at the hotel like exactly one week from right now. Um, so it's only been a week, which I would totally understand, but how much, or have you like gone and, and read what you've written or what you wrote at, or have you had a chance to start, you know, like sifting through or looking at the videos? A little bit, just a, just a hair. Frankly, I've just been, I've just been immersed in the world around me. Just, you know, and trying to, I don't know, recalibrate, I guess, just like, I don't know, it, it, 
I'm not saying that you should. I I was like Uh, saying that it's only been a week, so it's totally understandable. I just want to see where you're at because that all that material is gold. You know, that's uh that's those are the tools that you're going to use to help you to maintain and expand this. So I just wanted to see where you were at in that process. It's totally fine and understandable to like just want to come back to Earth and be with your family and just kind of chill for a bit. And I, I think that's a good idea, too. Yeah, I've journaled a page or two. I mean, like in reflection, sitting in a, in an airport, I had kind of a, a difficult time getting back. I had a couple of rescheduled flights and stuff, so it was it was it was a thing getting it through customs and everything. But it is what it is. I uh, I maintained a very positive attitude. I <laughs> I was actually, you know, it could have been terrible and and awful, and but I I, I did not fluster me. I was that was one of the noticeable things. Is like, eh, <laughs> I'll get back, you know. Night by any chance through it. Did, did did you write that it, it didn't fluster you like by any chance it, was that like a piece of what you journaled? No, actually, it was not what I was journaling. I was trying to remember like pieces of my my final uh, final ayahuasca sure uh, trips or uh, sessions or yeah. For point of reference, like one week ago you were in Iquitos having come back. One week and one day ago you were getting ready to go to the last ceremony. So in terms of like understanding there were five ceremonies over the course of 10 days for, for the people listening. And I heard you mention like that, the third ceremony, which is smacked out in, in the middle of the retreat was kind of the turning point for you, oh, which magic. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I, I think that your listeners would probably want to hear some about that i don't really uh, interest myself too much with the details of that personal experience but i'm happy to like talk about it a little bit if the listeners want to or you know i'm sure they're real curious about it Um, but maybe we can just reframe it in a way that will work towards the integration process so if you were to try to sum up like some of the most important um changes you felt or realizations you came to or insights that you had like uh, would there be a way for you to to try to speak to that yeah yeah i mean i i was very methodical from our first session i mean you guided me through you know a very good way of structuring you know my intentions night by night i wanted to phase it uh, where you know i i did it chronologically uh, i i you know went with the earliest most impactful and and most present, you know, sort of traumas and, and emotional burdens to deal with first, which was my dad, which is both the earliest and the latest, uh, you know, issues I had and I let him go. Oh my God. And it was so cool. I got the, it was one of those things where you, I wanted to remember my father and give him all of the credit and honor and, that he deserved. I didn't want to carry anything negative around with me anymore. I didn't, he doesn't deserve that. Right. We want to remember the people as at their very best and for their very best. And, and I think that's how we honor our fathers and mothers, you know, after they're gone is to, to just cherish the positives and, and release any and all judgment and all that. I did it, man. It was, I met, I met the, uh, all my goals with that, I got to see my dad like as a young man and like his fittest and healthiest. I, my, my first memory, I like when I think about him now, it's that young man, it's the young, healthy man. It's not the sickly old guy in bed that, 
was just a tragedy, right? It was, I get this, I remember it was so cool. He was wearing these short, like 70s style yellow shorts, which were terrible, but he loved them and a white t-shirt. And uh, he just was like smiling at me with like this acceptance and love. It's like, I just got the sense that he knew everything and he loved me no matter what. And it was just beautiful. I was crying like a baby. It was, it was magic, man. It was, uh, I actually saw like, it was almost like pictures drifting by in my brain with like, like in Harry Potter, you know how the pictures kind of move and interact. It was like they, it was kind of like that in my head. He was like, it was with my dad. It was like, he was almost there, like in the distance, like probably 10 feet from me with uh, my grandpa and my, my granddad it was uh it was like pictures drifting across my vision and they just smiled at me in the same sort of sense of love and acceptance and we miss you sort of vibe they didn't say anything i didn't didn't hear anything auditorily right uh so that was just that was great i was that was a huge dump of emotions i mean i immediately felt better and i i could describe all of the very vivid visualizations and all the things that happened during that time uh in detail but wow um let's well, suffice it to say it's uh I, I felt like in a lot of ways like it was the trauma got sort of sucked out of me so to speak like out of my chest in my heart area like the weight inside my chest like lessened and that happened progressively all the way through the third and then the second one was was very much like uh me dealing with like areas of my life in like my teens and my twenties where I had felt like I had difficulties in relationships and like I carried around like uh, judgment and like trauma from things I did. And one of my issues is, is like, was, was that I couldn't forgive myself. I feel like I, people have forgiven me. Like I feel like me and God were cool and everything, but like, I don't forgive me. That's one of my big things is I don't really ever forgive myself for anything, but I did. I did. And I felt that immediate intense relief when I, and it, I was trying to give the ayahuasca my, my burdens. I wasn't trying to take anything from it. I was like, Hey, are you want this? You know, I give this to you, ayahuasca, you know, I give this to you, you know, God, you're, you're working together. This is your, your thing. You know, you, here you go please take it and I, you honor me with, with this. And I, I honor you for, for doing, it. I was just trying to speak to it with as much respect. I mean, it's, it's like, you could feel it going through your veins, like just doing the good work. Right. And, and you're just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the whole universe, you're just thanking the universe like crazy. Cause it's, it's such a blessing. It's such a, transformative physical thing. And I, and I stayed very anchored to myself and very, I kept, I had a few mantras. I said things like, you know, I am in my power. I am one with the universe. I am open to receive abundance from the universe. I release everything that does not serve me. And I name off, like, I give you my judgment for this. I give you my judgment for that. I give you my, my regrets for this. I give you my, my, uh, you know, my burdens for this. I mean, I was going down the list and it was just, I was staying focused. I was able to stay very on point, very focused, very motivated and very, <laughs> I don't know. 
it was it was a very very intimate thing it was me and god and the ayahuasca and we were just aligned and the forest spirits i i broke my my fear of snakes that was cool uh yeah there was a spirit of a snake uh, I, anaconda in my dreams and you, you know i had that snake thing and me and the anaconda are cool now <laughs> we, we became buddies uh, i was very indiana jones on the first one i was like why did it have to be snakes you know but no <laughs> it was fine it was totally fine it was benevolent it was it was wonderful honestly it was it was magic yeah. and uh and by the third one i mean i had dumped so much uh so much of my internal garbage and I was dealing with, you know, the current me from, you know, like the childhood, young adult, and then, you know, uh, adult from, you know, the last 20 years really is kind of what I was digging up all the, all the stuff for the last 20 years. And I faced that on the third night, halfway through the ceremony, I just started crying and smiling and chuckling to myself because it was like, I felt vibration through my whole body, like from my toes to my my fingers and my head it was like everything was vibrating and i was like i felt like i was glowing and i was just like this is what it's like to feel life without burdens without the burdens of of everything weighing on your soul this is what it feels like to be free of all that stuff and i was just i cried i must have cried eight ounces of tears man just happy tears I, I I probably annoyed everybody afterwards. I was so chuckly. <laughs> I was just like, yes, this is awesome. <sighs> very, very relieved. Just that I couldn't even, I can't even describe it adequately. Just how emotionally powerful that third ceremony was. How much freedom I felt. Um, it's, I, somebody asked me, you know, have you ever felt like this before? I said, I, when I was a teenager, there was a brief moment. I felt this in tune with life and I felt this optimistic and this relieved and hopeful and happy. And that's the closest I've ever been to feeling that wonderful. So yes, by, by three, I was like, this is, this is great. And then, you know, I went to four and five, session four and five, trying to build toward the future because I had, I had, I, I felt healed. I really felt healed. And I was like, okay, how does a healed bow deal with the world? That's what I was doing on four and five is like imagining, you know, how I wanted to progress through life, imagining what, what I could offer the universe, what I could, how I could move forward. And, and that was really cool because I had really, really great visual notions and i was able to stay on task which i'm told was very hard for some but for me i was i somehow managed to do it i i stayed sort of on task and was able to correct my brain whenever it would deviate and just say oh yeah we were dealing with this sorry yeah <laughs> and i'd kind of like apologize to the ayahuasca i know we, we talked we were talking about this sorry <laughs> i'm 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 going off looking at this thing and, and getting distracted and you know and, and we kind of turn and yeah and i'd sort of ask it to go through me rather than you know feel like it was taking me somewhere you know because i wanted to stay in my body and heal my body and you know and and be present and yeah i was asking it everything from you know, I've heard weird things about how you read articles about how people can reprogram their DNA. I'm like, if you want to take the allergies, you know, feel free. 
I was, I was making all kinds of bargains, <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was wonderful. It was, except for the vomiting and the, and the stomach stuff, but, it, it, but it was great. Uh, totally worth it. And all, and yeah, all. worth it. Right. Um, yes. Beautiful, man. Thanks so much for sharing that. That was uh, more than I was expecting. I, I'm sorry. It, no, I mean, it sounds like you, um, it was so thorough and that you like, Honestly, like I, I resonated so much with what you were saying for me too. There were like three ceremonies. And when I was going into that fourth ceremony, actually for me, my fourth ceremony was when I felt like completely healed. And then my fifth ceremony, I did five ceremonies too. my first time. Um, so much of the program that you did is, you know, based on, on my life and my experience. Um, and, and what I'm going to give you as advice now is like based on my own observations from the post like healing perspective that I had and all the lessons I learned from that. Um, but yeah, like my fifth ceremony, I was like healing other people in the ceremony, you know, like I did that too. I, yeah. I was like, I was like, help that guy, you know, I was, you know, please be just ease his discomfort or whatever, you know? Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was beautiful because yeah, you feel like you have such an abundance of good, positive energy you can send out into the universe. And, you know, you didn't have to say a word to feel like it was happening and believe it. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. No, beautiful. I agree 100%. I mean, that to me is like, honestly, I think that you are at a spot where you can kind of jump ahead a bit in, in the integration process because normally like I end up talking about the service to others, like as the, as the icing on the cake, I call it like at the end of, of this integration process um, where you are ready to share, you know, but, but the integration process as I normally lay it out is first working more on yourself um, and I'm still going to give you that advice, but, um, but also, you know, you don't have to wait to share, you know, and, and I already like see this and, and want to like jump out and just thank you, Brandon, for, for setting this up because um, recording this is such a brilliant idea. Like, you'll be able to you but will be able to like go back and watch this video as well as maybe you've already watched the other one but you know to to really see like the transformation and and to see like what you just described for yourself you know to be able to to remind yourself to refresh that memory again and again whenever you want you know to have that video and i was already like i'm going to record every session you know, I'm not going to publish them, but I will send that to the person, you know, I'll, I'll like, Hey, I recorded our session and here it is, yeah. you know, so that That's you awesome. have it. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Um, it's like exactly what I advise people to do, except this is we're doing it right now. You know, I'm not, you don't have to like do it after the call. Like we are doing it, um, which is to expand on those memories, you know, what happened was a week ago, but us talking about it makes a memory of what happened a week ago tonight. And tomorrow you can make another memory of what happened a week ago and you can continue to make more and more memories of that transformation 
of that feeling that you described of that knowing of your own healing and transformation that can be continuously remembered. And each time that you form a new memory of it, it solidifies more and more that truth as the truth of your being. And, and that is a big part of how I view the mechanics of the integration process is building more and more memories of the truth that you want to be living. And eventually that will replace the memories that used to be your references for how you perceive yourself or how you respond to experiences that you have, you know, just like you were talking about not being able to forgive yourself, you know, that was like based on memories, you know, you, you would remember something that you felt was something that you felt bad about doing, you know, and, and so you wouldn't forgive yourself for a new thing because you were referring to your memories of how you didn't forgive yourself of the previous things, you know, and that's what you have a program starts to form, you know, where you start to repeat yourself, where I'm going to respond according to my memories of how I interpreted my past experiences. And that can create this trap of where you feel like you're stuck in a program. You don't know how to get out of it. Having an experience like you just did, though, is a great way to get out of it. And now, now the goal is to now let's make this new program. You know, now let's like make this health-based program, this positive program, so that even if I have a challenge or a challenging situation comes my way, like the flight, you know, which maybe would normally get you frustrated or put you into some sort of funk or negative mentality. Now you're like, I'm not going to respond that way because I have changed my program. I, I will respond differently because I am different. And, and so one of the things that you can do is, well, at some point, read your journal and just reading it will establish that new memory. You know, you'll be a, 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 a using your transformation memory to refresh that memory to a new one. Um, and then what it sounds like you're already planning to do. So I don't think we need to like find a plan, which would be part of a normal like integration process, but I already kind of know what you're doing, which is to put together this uh, film project. Um, you know, so that is brilliant because the film project is going to have elements that are nonverbal uh, that have to be there as well. And, and so you're going to be like, intentionally selecting music for example you're intentionally be selecting certain uh visuals or vision uh you know like scenes that aren't of a person talking but you will also be talking you know but you'll be combining thoughts and feelings and that's the the beauty of film is its power to evoke our thoughts and our feelings at the same time and you know I, that's perfect like that what a perfect project so you know i would definitely recommend that you review your your notes your your journal entries as the potential for voiceovers um also freestyle it you know rewrite it like keep working on it but every time like if you make this your project and now like every day you devote time to this project 
what you're really doing is solidifying deeper and deeper as your truth, the person that you know to be now as a result of doing the retreat. And so by the time you like show the film, you will be the living embodiment of the message in the film. You know, those two things will like come together in this beautiful way. And then when people see that film, they will be like, dude, thank you so much for doing that, you know, because I can see the truth in you. I can see the truth in this project that speaks to me. And that's the part where I like to get to, you know, in the integration process, that icing on the cake, because you'll have done this whole project to solidify the the truth of your being as you know you should be, as you know you truly are. And that will be the result of doing this project. But then the icing part is that all these other people will benefit from it. And you will get to feel that gratitude that they give to you. You will get to feel how it feels to know that you're helping other people. And your story will resonate with all these other people's story. It already is. There's people watching this video right now. Maybe this person watching this video right now, when you said you can't forgive yourself, they were like, uh-huh, I know what that is like. You know, I, I know exactly what he's talking about. But now they're seeing you. They're listening to more of the story. And now they're like, I, I don't have to get, I don't have to be a slave to that program. I, I can like do what this guy did, what he's talking about. And, and that plants the seed of transformation in all the people that you can touch in your lives. And that's what I do. I mean, that's what, what I did with my life. When I was healed, I realized, shit, I want to do this. I want to make this possible for other people. And everyone that, that is truly healed becomes an advocate for healing. They become a spokesperson for overcoming the obstacles that are necessary in our personal transformation. Like you can't help but become that spokesperson because you know what it feels like. You know, you, your own gratitude insists that you share that with others, that you do your best to instill that in others. And you've got like this perfect uh, platform to do that because you have a skill set, you have an understanding of how to share that in a really wonderful way. And, and this right here, like the, the fact that we're on Brandon's podcast talking about it is a really cool part of it. Uh, I'm, I'm, Thank you, Brandon. I, I'm like, yeah, super stoked that we got to put this together for that, for sure. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. Like, I remember, I remember, oh God, it was like two or session three or four, somewhere in there. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, you know, how many people if you could talk to and like help with this? Because I mean, geez almighty, that just, I want to see them happy. I want to see so many people happy and free of this because who, who wants to walk around like I was walking around every day? You know, it just, just you don't want to feel that garbage in your soul keeping you from experiencing how beautiful the world is the world is really awesome and people are you know they're 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 magic they they've got so much to share and so much to you know to give the world and just being with other people and getting to visit with them is is a, is a treasure in its of its of its own 
and you know and you want them to be there and enjoying that and instead of in their head punishing themselves or are remembering things that don't serve them anymore. And when they could be doing something that enriches their lives or the people that's around them, you know, you, God, yeah, just that, just being, being there instead of in here in a negative way is just so impactful. It's everything. It's the difference between night and day. Yeah. I hear you loud and clear on that, but I do, feel like over the, over time and especially like with my own experiences um you know everybody's working on their own timeline yeah. and you know you were working on your own timeline and it's easy to like try to say oh i wish i had done this 10 years ago but it, it wouldn't have been what it was it yeah it like needed to happen on that timeline and so you know there's going to be people that you see and you're like oh dude like I want so badly for you to know what I know, you know, for you to feel what I feel. But at the same time, everyone is on their journey, on their path, and it's all exactly the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, we, we need to like go through whatever those challenges are. And, and, and I think that like the specifics of what we heal you know, like I was saying before, you become a spokesperson. You can be, become a spokesperson for an illness, you know, and I do mean that as it sounds. Like you become the spokesperson for the illness that allowed you to experience the transformation of your freedom, you know, that transformation of your liberation. And, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have had, been able to have the depth of that profound experience if you hadn't had the depth of the burden and very well put and 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 so you you don't just become like a spokesperson for healing you become a spokesperson for the the affliction that brought about the healing because you wouldn't have gone to peru to do this if everything was moderately okay no you know you you would have just like kept plodding along like it's not too bad and mm-hmm. and that's where everyone is somewhere on that path, you know, where they mm-hmm. they need to get to that point where they're like, I need to do something. Yes. And 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 if you don't get to that point and but you do something, then it it doesn't have the it doesn't have the effect. It doesn't have the power, you know. So and I think nice. I think it's like an important part to to bring up, you know. Everybody is on on their on their own timeline and and that's the timeline that they need to be but you can still be who you are you know you can plant that seed so that when a person comes to that point i need to do something what am i going to do oh i remember Mm -hmm. that thing that bo said when i thought he was crazy and i would (laughs) never do that you know now i'm at the point and i don't know if you even remember how you got to find me i guess maybe through brandon but um you know like there's that's that's the the, i planted a seed somewhere you know and that's what that's what you can do that's the best Mm -hmm. you can do we can plant seeds we can't make them grow you know the the environment and nature like makes those seeds grow when when the environment is conducive you know when the soil is at the right nutrient level when it gets enough rain when it gets enough sun that seed will grow, but you can plant it anytime. 
and then nature will take care of it when it's when the time is right i love what you said about the the depth of it like yeah i wouldn't have gone if it hadn't gotten so bad i would have yeah i can i can handle this i can tolerate this that's what you do that's that's what people do we just okay it's it's yeah it sucks but it's okay it'll be better tomorrow and it's not and you know you do that for decades maybe <laughs> you may you might do that for decades and i know i did and eventually you know something's got to give and and it got to the point where yeah i was starting to feel sick physically ill from all the weight of the world on my chest and, and in my head and and i it is medicine i i want to emphasize that this is not a a, a feel good oh i'm going to because i want to feel good no no you you go through your own emotional hell during this it's it, it, and it, you're facing everything that you you don't want to look at that you avoid looking at so you can get through the day you face all that stuff during this and it's medicine it helps you do that it you can't hardly avoid it uh, and i don't like i certainly don't want anybody out there to think they're going to go out there and get some kicks it's, it, it, you know, and if you do you're wasting the time that other people that need to be healing should be there instead of you just trying to get kicks that's not cool <laughs> this is that's not the atmosphere the atmosphere is people that need to remove suffering you know that's the atmosphere and and, and an attitude of gratitude and an attitude of of uh, growth i mean that's that's the attitude that you go in there with it isn't party time it's it's yeah it's a medicine so I really want to emphasize that it, it, you have to show it respect because it's, it's not a game. That's for sure. Well, I mean, thankfully ayahuasca does a real good job of uh, showing everyone that. So, yes. you know, if someone goes and they're like, yeah, this would be a, this would be a cool party. Um, they don't come back. Yeah. They, they are like, no, that's not, I don't know why anyone would do that. Exactly. Yeah. If but the people that around. stay, you know, they have the real reason to stay, you yes. know, and it, it, ayahuasca does a great job of like weeding, weeding that out. I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, beautiful, man. Well, I, um, you know, I, I normally like feel like I'm working together with a person to find what I refer to as a project so that we can like collaborate on ideas about what this project will look like. But I think with you, um, you know, I think that you really know what that project will look like. Yes. Um, but my, my recommendations would be to focus much, most of your attention on, on just being like as, as vulnerable as possible. Like the, the reason why I'm going to guess why Brandon talked about getting really good feedback about the preparation session was because you were just open, you know, and, and honest. And, and so in this project too, you know, when you, when it comes time, just like be that open and honest and treat it like it's just like the three of us hanging out or, you know, it's just you and, and the camera hanging out. Don't like, you know, think too much about the audience really so that you can feel as comfortable as possible about sharing. Cause that's what will really connect with people. That's like 
what people really find to be the message that speaks to them most. Yeah, I could see that. But just, um, just get in there, like try your best to do it as regularly as possible. Um, you know, when you know that you're working on the project and the project is the story of how you transformed your life to be the person that you know you should have been and, and are, then you, it will influence you to make your best decisions yes. because you know that you're working on this project, you know? And so like, let's say you work on it tomorrow Well, the next day you're going to make decisions that will have been influenced on the work that you did on that project. You know, when you're reading your, your journal, you're going through your notes, you're watching some of the videos and you're watching yourself or you're reading your thoughts and you're saying, yeah, you know, like, yes, that is the truth. And, and then the next day, whatever happens, your, that truth will influence your behavior, your perceptions, and then you'll know And this is another piece of why I asked you, like, did you write down in your journal that you weren't frustrated or bothered by the delays? That's a great tip because then you'll know like that it is influencing you. You know, you'll, then you'll say like, you know what, today was a really tough day, but I handled it really well because I'm a different person because I don't have that burden anymore because I'm not blaming myself anymore because I know who I truly am. And that's not a part of it anymore. And, and then you, you record that you can write it down. You can put, you know, put it into your project. The next time you go to work on that project, um, it becomes really like meta, you know, where you're, you're, you're working on the project and the project becomes the work that you're doing on the project. And, and that is a, a really great tip because that's like validation. That's like, yep. See, yeah. see, I, I, I acted differently today. I, I had that situation before I would have acted this way. Now I acted much better. I acted in a way that I was able to let that slide I didn't hang around in my, in my head all day, thinking about it, replaying it over and over or whatever you used to do. And I'm fine. You know, I'm, I, I'm noticeably different in a positive way. And now I record that, you know, I mean that I, maybe you do record it or maybe you just write it down. Um, you make a note of it, but each one of those notes is also proof. Yep. This is actually happening. This is real. I'm verifying it. That's a verification right there. I am different and I will be different. Yeah. And then that becomes, that becomes this project where you just keep it going to the point where you can't even remember. I mean, you don't even say like, I used to be that way. It's like, whatever, I'm just this way now. That's it. Totally. Yeah. That's how, that's how I feel. I was at work these last two days. I work remotely and I'm just doing my job, but it, it's like I'm sort of at peace doing my job like right now. It, it, it's interesting because, you know, usually when I come back from vacation, I'm like, oh, my God, I've got these mountain of emails and yada, yada, yada. I'm not feeling that. I'm just like, okay, next, next. <laughs> yeah. And just plodding along. And then the day's over and I'm like, okay, I'm done now. 
and it's it's really nice it's it's just not letting things bothering me for some for whatever reason things aren't bothering me and i used to let things get to me i did i not going to go back there and think about it because it doesn't serve me. It's why would I, why would I think about how bad things bothered me and bring all that energy back? It's silly. I wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I see like the world just differently. Now I, I am. I kind of told, told uh, folks, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still me in every sense of the word. I have every memory I've, I've ever had. I've ever, I know what my motivations were for everything I faced, like literally my whole history just last week and the week before. But I let go of everything that was holding me back. And now I'm just sort of interested in what I can do and who I can be from here on out. I'm not really interested in any of all that stuff. I'm interested in what I can be and how I will be and how I can deal with what's in front of me. Not, yeah, it's really nice. It's just really nice. How was it to see your family again? Oh, you it was home? wonderful. Oh my God. When I saw my daughter, I just lost it. I was like, Oh my baby girl. <laughs> I just gave her the biggest hugs. I, I teared up a little bit. It was, it was awesome. I missed her the whole time I was there. I kept thinking about her. Uh, that that would always make me smile. And I couldn't talk. I I didn't get a SIM card for the area. I didn't get any signal at all. I was literally cut off from all my emails, all my phone calls, all my texting. And it was awesome, by the way. It was ten, <laughs> ten days of not being in communication with the world outside of where I was, what I was doing, what I should have been thinking about. I was able to focus on everything. And I think that was, that was wonderful in and of itself. Cause yeah, I was, and I, and with the, with the filming and stuff, I wasn't like going around shooting shots every day, all the time. I, I would be like, Oh yeah, I should probably do this every once in a blue moon. I'd, you know, spend an hour and, and I'd be like back to sitting in a hammock writing in my journal, you know, and I'm keeping up with my diet. That's one of those things that I actually was like with the diet I get, I'm, I'm giving up like pork and red meat for a while. And um, I'm just going to keep this going. Cause I mean, I lost like almost 10 pounds. Well, it was like eight, eight pounds while I was there. I feel great physically. Like, uh, I don't know. I just feel clear of head and I don't, why would I change anything? You know, it, it, I, I like the food I was eating there. Why can't I make it for myself? So I'm using my Instapot and throwing, throwing chicken in there without any, any, uh, you know, salt on it or anything. And I'll throw a little, little, you know, little, uh, pepper on it, but you know, I don't, I don't, you know, hit it with everything in the cabinet anymore. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I, Went to the, went to my, my normal breakfast spot and cut out the bacon and I was, and I added some fruit and I wasn't like, oh, I really missed that bacon. No, it was nothing to me. I mean, changing my diet literally doesn't bother me. It's, it's like automatic. I mean, these are things I want for myself. So why wouldn't I, why would I want to do the other thing? It's like the whole, yeah. It's, just, it's a great example of, yeah. you know, how we, we don't catch the connection you know 
about how we feel and how it relates to how we behave and and then how we behave relates to how we feel and that program also plays itself and and when you change the way that you feel then you change the way that you behave absolutely because i mean it's like i think in the past i viewed like especially food my relationship with food was like oh this is a reward i get the biggest best awesomest philly cheese steak with all <laughs> the everything and raw because i deserve this but now it's like okay just, just another meal this is good and move on with my day you know it's not like i have to have this reward because i put up with all this bullshit all day no it's not that I, i've enjoying the whole day i don't need some massive reward to to i don't know give myself a pat on the back or something for just getting through the day and it's interesting. It's an interesting psychological effect. I, cause I, I don't care. I simply don't care about, you know, how zhuzhed up my food is anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that uh, if I go to my grandma's house and she makes some awesome stuff, I'll probably eat it. If, yeah. But you know, it's, if it's beef or, or pork right now, I'm not, cause it's just one of those things I, I want to continue with the whole, like, I don't know. They say it stays with you, right? That that the ayahuasca somewhat stays with you, and I think it's kind of like uh, my way of being of showing gratitude. I just continuing on with that, like, thank you. You know, I'm gonna do this for myself because you did so much for me, God, and ayahuasca and everything. You know, it shows uh, you care. Yeah, it's just about respect, honoring, honoring what happened, and yeah. Well, I'll give you a little tip that I've noticed in myself. Like I, um, I love simple foods forever now, but I also love like the art of simple foods. Yeah. You know, so I, if I, even if I'm just going to make a fruit salad, I will be like really like meticulously conscious of uh, a conscious of of how i cut the fruit like how i display it in the bowl like i I make it like something where i i want to be like i made that you know yeah (laughs) um but but it's much more about like the artistry of it you know because i i still just want it to be simple but i think there's almost it's easier to like make something artistically beautiful when it's simple but that would be like my recommendation. Cause I still, I fucking love doing that. Like I make myself this super simple meal, two ingredients or something, but I like make it look real beautiful. And then I want to eat it. You know, I like yeah. want to eat it. And it's not so much about like what it's got in it as, as mm-hmm. what I put, what I put into it, you know? And, and I, I think that's like- what I've learned a lot about the healing uh, tradition is that it's, it's an art form. You know, and and I think that we've lost sight of like what art form is in its importance in our lives. And it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a heart form because it, it's something that brings our heart into what we're doing. And, you know, you talk about like, you know, oh, my grandmother, she like her meals taste so good because she puts love into them. That's, that's a reality, you know, because because it's a heart form. Her food is she's still making it art. And when I make a uh, grilled cheese for my daughter, like I, I put that heart into it, you know, I, whatever it is. Uh, and we can do that for ourselves too. Absolutely. And I was thinking about this too. It's like, I'm a pretty good cook. And like, instead of, you know, 
throw in all the butter in there. And I just add some cilantro, add some lime. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff I like that's healthy. Why wouldn't I include healthy things? And, you know, it's a substitution thing. You don't have to deny yourself things you love. Just, you know, include some of the other things you love. It's it. I don't know. That's true too, man. I mean, you obviously do whatever resonates with you, but, um, I've got some like pistachio ice cream in my freezer right now. It's not like I don't nice. yeah. do something I don't like. I will say that it's from like this local dairy farm down the street. So it's dope, like pistachio ice cream. But like I do eat food that whatever isn't super healthy for me, but I don't do yeah. it all the time. I'm not judging anybody who would. I'm, I'm just saying that, that for me, this is a thing because I, I, I come from like, I don't know. I, I, I had an unhealthy relationship with some food. And psychologically, I think, and if this is just a denial of that for me, because I want to have a better relationship with food. <laughs> well, it's your relationship yeah. with you, really, you know, yeah. and and that just goes far beyond the food is an easy one. It's one of the most common ones, but there's so many ways that we create that system of reward or create that system of uh debauchery or you know however we justify it and whatever we're dealing with but it's really like our relationship with ourselves and if you heal that relationship yes. with yourself which sounds like you've been doing some great work on then naturally your behavior is going to reflect that and you know and that's like another part of like why you want to keep maintaining that keep going further keep deepening that and solidifying and validating the changes that have happened become a confirmation that you're headed in the right direction and it motivates you to keep doing that work and keep making those changes and keep observing and noticing that the changes are happening so that you keep that validation process. You know, you just keep that project rolling. Yeah. But I'm so proud of you, man. It sounds like you just had a fantastic experience and I'm really happy that it all went so well for you. And, and I could not, Thank your staff enough. They were fantastic. I mean, wonderful, wonderful human beings. Just, I feel so blessed to have met them. I mean, they just, they, they went above and beyond. They're just absolutely fabulous people. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a sad day. That was Nick's last uh, retreat. Um, maybe we can give a shout out to Nick Lewis, his album halfway to the beginning, check it out on Bandcamp. But, um, yeah, I love Nick so much. He's been a friend of mine for over 10 years and I wish him all the best of luck. I did just today though, rope him back into a retreat in September. So he will come back to do one more retreat and that will give me, give me a chance to, um, to say a goodbye in person to him, which I didn't get a chance to do. So, um, so yeah. Thanks. Such a great guitarist. Oh my God. His, Phenomenal. his skills are incredible. It's like, he's got 10 fingers. I'm just saying that just that finger picking thing. He's, he's, he's a master at that. Very talented artist for sure. Well, I'll make sure to link him in the show notes uh, for damn sure. So we'll link that album nice. and everything and uh, how to find him, but very cool. Very fucking cool, man. I, I just wanted to hop in and say, Carlos, thank you for what you did for my buddy. Like, it's just thank such you. a different, different person in all the best way. All the things I wanted him to see in himself, he came back from Peru and now he's just doing it. And it's just thank you for what you did and for what you continue to do for this man and for his daughter and his family. I mean, you change his life, you change everyone's life he comes into contact with. So it's an amazing thing what you're facilitating. So thank you 
for for sure, brother, for that. And Bo, thank you so much for sharing this with everyone. You have no idea the impact, the feedback people have been talking about this episode and your journey. And thank you so much for sharing it. And I've got so many people looking for Carlos's you know website. They're like, how do I go? How do I go down there? So I know you're already booked, but you're about to be very booked booked. Uh, <laughs> you've just done such a wonderful thing, Bo, for everyone uh, shining a light on you know, an avenue for healing. And it's just, I mean, to see you, dude, it's just, I'm sitting here hearing you talk and I'm just blown away. Absolutely blown away, man. It's just such a transformation. I'm so grateful. It's it's just incredible. So just thank you both again, man. This is amazing. Yeah, man. Thank you, Brandon, also for setting this up. It was a brilliant idea. And I'm definitely going to like incorporate this and, and record my Zoom sessions that are that I do to give to people so they can review them themselves. Maybe they decide to publish them if they want to, too. Yeah, I'm grateful to be of service. Thank you guys for giving me the opportunity, honestly. Um, but just super cool, man. Uh, I mean, I, I wanted to ask, uh, Bo, just a couple things about what you were talking about. About uh, Do you mind just sharing uh, trip three with us, your uh, session three? That what, what was so impactful about it? Oh, just, uh, well, it's kind of making peace with, with uh, my current state of affairs and 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 how that all came about and and just the little steps along the way that brought me to where i was just one step after another just forgiving myself for all the missteps all the all the judgment i've been putting that was another thing forgiving yourself forgiving yourself for all you, you quit to quit judging yourself to quit judging yourself and to quit carrying around regret Cause it doesn't do a thing for you. It doesn't do a thing for you. And so, yeah, I saw one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. And I just kept saying, thank you. Thank you for showing this. I give this away and I feel, feel it leave me. I'd feel it actually leave me. And, you know, and I had this like unification of self and it, I, it was, I had a very profound moment where I very much was aware that I am a spirit. I am not my mind. I do. You know, I was one of those people. I, I grew up like in a very uh, strict religious background where everything was somewhat a sin. And I, I even would make my thoughts sins to myself and judge myself for my thoughts. And in that, that third session, I really fully 100% understood that my soul in my mind, in my body are three very separate things that I am my soul. I'm a, this genderless entity that is eternal and, and, and vast and part of source. I am not, you know, just this body in this time with this mind that is just, it's just running. It's, it's given me feedback all the time. It's, it's like a, it's a machine. It's recording everything. It's giving me feedback on based on past impressions. It's going to spit out data at me all the time. And some of the data it spits out on you at a spit spits out at you. Isn't, isn't good. It's, it's not, this isn't who you are. It's just data. And I was like, Oh my God, that's not me. And that was a huge relief because that means I don't have to judge myself for every bad thought I've ever had. It means I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, every time I feel like I'm an asshole for thinking a thing, you know, I don't have to, I, don't, I have to be like, oh, that was silly. That That's all. That's all you have to do. 
And because you're not that you're, 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 you're the soul, you're the soul that has good intentions and good actions. And it's not doing the shitty thing that came in your head. You know, <laughs> you know, it, this is who I am. It's not this mind. It's not this body. This is who I am. And this is awesome. This thing is this soul. I am is awesome. And it's wonderful. It deserves happiness and it deserves peace and it deserves joy. And I felt it all. I felt it all. The universe was like, yes. And just blam, just like a blast of light through my whole body. I just felt like you got it. And it's just like this oneness, this, this awakening of like, this is how sweet life can be. This is how powerful your soul can feel. This is how vibrant life can be instead of just being stuck in your shell and evaluating old programs in the, in the, in the database, you know, it's, it's not about that. And yeah. And I felt very like one with God and one with the ayahuasca. I was like, thank you so much, God. Thank you so much. Ayahuasca. Thank you so much forest spirits. I was like, thinking the room in my head. I was like, thank all you people that have like, Help me during this week. I was like thanking, you know, I was like call, call doing shout out shout outs to you guys. I was in my head. I was just like thanking the you, just everybody I had ever experienced anything. Oh my god, I was so full of gratitude. I was, I was just poor in tears, just with gratitude and joy. I mean, pure joy. Oh my god, if I could bottle that and and let people feel that joy, I would. I would give it away and just. God, and I'd want everybody to feel that. It was magic, man. It was it was amazing. Which is so, so int- profound. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting to what you said about the abundance of good positive energy earlier. And it sounds like what you experienced is kind of this whenever you had a thought that you judged yourself for because you didn't understand the or you didn't have the perspective that you do now, the awareness of how you feel comfortable looking at it, then it just stacks one on top of the other. And if you think about every single damn thought you've ever had from the time that you started feeling that way until the time you didn't, then you think of this massive just tumor or this hoarded pile of just nonsense it's sitting there but the sec with one awareness with this feeling of that you're not your body that this unity consciousness idea that you're outside of this and it's just some sort of vehicle that you're driving around here for the time uh, but it, that one awareness erased all of those things they turned into little bubbles and immediately evaporated upon impact like how incredible is that that process of clearing because you didn't go one by one by one you went to everything with the new awareness that fell under that category that had stacked up for so damn long and it just went away that's fascinating to me man and your perception of it very poof because it wasn't because they weren't they weren't even things they were just they they didn't hold meaning anymore there wasn't meaning there they were just transient things that went through a head, a head is like it's like looking at an image on a screen and that's what the value of those thoughts were that were holding me you know that were trying to hold on i i was holding on to garbage it's like it's like you know every it's like just taking all the garbage in your trash and just leaving it in your house and just letting it accumulate why would you do that why would you do that it it, it comes across it's what happens it, it, it goes, it has to go, it has to go somewhere. Otherwise, if you're keeping it around, you're, there's no room for you anymore. You know, there's, you're, you're not going to see things, what you need to see around you because you fold it up with garbage. And that's kind of the metaphor 
Yeah. In that metaphor, though, there's a version of you that thought that that was okay or that decided that garbage in your home was fine, you know, at a certain level. Now, maybe it was one of these that added up over time (laughs) things. But what I'm saying is, is there's a version of you now that sees it for what it is. But the best part about this is, is that version isn't judging the old version of you and still getting stuck in the decisions that scattered garbage about, you know, you just go, you know what? Cool. So number one, you realize it and then instantly forgive yourself and heal it all at the same time. Again, this is like... This is incredible. Just psychologically, what you've just just articulated here has just such a massive impact on you. And again, back to the abundance of good, positive energy. That's what you're left over with because you don't, you know, if you want to look at it like you only got so much energy, well, you know, fill the scale with the type of energy that you want, you know, pack it with that. And what you did was you evaporated, you made, you know, you took these things away and now you, what's left is abundance of positive energy. And that's crazy cool, man. I mean, you know, the, what is it? The manifestation law of compensation. You had to get rid of something to make room for something else. And so you just balance the scales in that way. Fascinating, dude. I'm just so powerful. Like that one little thing has just such a massive impact on everything. Super yeah. cool, dude. It, so it, it did. It felt like you were full to bursting with joy. It was weird. It was, it, it, I'm just going to say it's weird because I've never experienced it physically before. The physical manifestation of being actually full, like to bursting of joy and gratitude. It was wild. It was wild and wonderful. I mean, I'm not kidding at all about feeling like every, my, even my fingers and toes, everything just felt like they were vibrating. And it wasn't in a bad way. It wasn't like a, oh shit, I'm about to vibrate off this floor or anything. It was just like, wow, crazy. I am full of crazy energy and it is amazing. <laughs> and that, and I was just laying there just like in my head, like, and it's like, I could feel myself glowing. It, it, it was, it was, that's what it felt like. It was glowing and vibrating. And I was just like, pushing out the good vibes all across the world. I mean, and it's weird. I had, I, I don't know how, you know, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and describe it, even though it might sound a little weird. Um, so it, it, I got this impression in my head, at least at this time, that there was no space between me and everybody else in the world. Like, like I would, I could face everybody. It was, and so I would, I'd be like, I'd pull up your face and then, thank you, Brad. Pull up Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. You know, it's, it's like I could bring everybody to just like being right in front of me. It was it was a weird thing I did. But again, I was like, thank you so much. I was like, oh, you know, you can do this. I was pulling up the people in the room and I was like, you can do this. You're going to do great. You know, <laughs> I just yeah, it was very giddy. I was very giddy and happy and, and pushing out the love. When you know they say uh, that gratitude is the highest expression, the closest thing to divinity that you can get is the vibration of gratitude. It's not overjoy. It's not ecstasy because all of those things need to be temporary for you to enjoy them. But gratitude, you can have all the time about anything and it's an endless supply, but it's the highest form vibrationally, you know, is what they say. And I tend to subscribe to that. And so it's just this overabundance of joy and elation is and gratitude is most important is so cool, dude. And I love also just back to something that you said about your, you know, elaborately flavored food was something that you used as a reward to deal with bullshit. But once you cleared up the bullshit, you rewarded your body with simple food as a reward for that. So it's interesting that, I mean, the perspective just switched 180 degrees, but it took clearing out the reason that you felt that you needed elaborately flavored food to be happy uh, for that, you know, desire to go away. Again, 
like you said earlier, Carlos, which was brilliantly put, you're more of an advocate for the thing that you don't want, you know, because then that makes you strive to be better in all areas. It just shines a light on all of the things. And this is what I say about ayahuasca personally. It's like a bullshit meter is ramped to 11. You can't deal with it. You just handle it and you move forward with it because it won't let you, you know, it's kind of this incessant, Hey, you need to pay attention to this. Hey, you're not, this does not serve you. Excuse me, sir. Uh, quit ignoring me. This does not serve you until you finally release it. And it's wonderful. And it does continue to work with you. It's, it's fascinating, man. Yeah. And not in a negative way. It's not like, it's not like motivating you with guilt or, right. Or judgment. It's motivating you with, Oh, this would be nice. You know, this is a good thing to do. It's, it's, it's not negative at all. Yeah. It's, it's weird how I feel like unconditional. Yes. That's yes. You have unconditional love for yourself and you want yourself to be the best, happiest, highest version of yourself. Absolutely. And that's beautiful. I I mean, and I do, I feel that I feel like, all right, Bo, you, you've got a, you've got the best chance you've ever had right now you got the best chance you've ever had to be who you've always wanted to be and you already are you're already there i already am that guy i already am who i want to be i was telling my wife that it's like i i know who i am and i know who i want to be and i and i'm very happy with the journey i'm going to enjoy the heck out of the journey that's that's the way this is you know i love the 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 term blessed yeah. You know, I, I, I say it all the time. I just feel so blessed and, uh, I, I love the, the, the meaning of the term because it, 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 it's just like, I get to experience this. Like somebody gave me this, God gave me this life to live. And I am just so thankful for it. It's just, it's like a statement of, of gratitude, but I don't try to take responsibility for it. You know, it's like, I'm just blessed. Like I got to, I got to be me, you know, I got to live this life. And, and then what you were talking about the, you know, recognizing your own divinity or recognizing your true self to be your spirit or your soul, you know, then you see everyone, that's that's everyone you know that's that's every tree that's every plant that's every animal that's every person that's every cloud you know it's just like it 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 totally changes the game and then you're like that's what they mean by it's all an illusion you know (laughs) like i get it now there's not separation yeah it's we're all very much part of this oneness yeah yeah, I, I think maybe we can all like give a real proper shout out to to um, not just Don Don Rono Lopez, the Corandero, the Shipibo Corandero, but the Shipibo culture yeah. uh, for preserving such an incredibly powerful healing tradition. And then also to recognize that all of our ancestors practiced some form of tradition that was very, very similar, that was deeply rooted in the experience of divinity you know all of shamanism was rooted on the the personal experience of divinity and unfortunately it was replaced by our religions which took out the experience part um and then it turned into like this dogma but you know you don't have to go that far back to where all of our ancestors were all experiencing what you got to experience but where where they saw the true behind the curtain reality of spirit 
and and that allowed them to be grateful and and that's why shamanism is always tied to the grit gratitude that we have for the elements of nature for uh, god and the earth and 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 the rivers and the mountains and you know everything that makes us who we are and you know just like give the proper respect to our ancestors and and may we all like strive to return to that understanding and that wisdom and that's what i think uh the Shipibo tradition is helping us to do is to remember what our ancestors knew and what is available for us to know and what you now do know and and that's you know the, the vision for the ayahuasca foundation too unbelievable you guys are incredible i absolutely love this uh, well, if you guys didn't want to pop on another point, uh, we can wrap it for this one. And Bo, just we look forward to everything that you got going in the future, man. Carlos, can't thank you enough. I mean, every time. This is just so damn cool. Again, so grateful, Bo, that you did this. Carlos, thank you again for what you're doing. So many people thank have reached you, out. and I Foundation. Yeah. Yes. And thank all the so ways, of course, to find both gentlemen located down in the show notes as well as Nick's album. So make sure that you guys check that out for sure. And uh, shout out Nick. So, gentlemen, thank you again. Thank you so much. Nice. Thanks so much again for putting this together. And awesome to see you again, Bo. So glad that everything went so well for you. I cannot thank both of these gentlemen so much for the roles that they're playing in being able to facilitate this conversation for people. Bo, thank you for sharing your story with everyone. Carlos, thank you for changing my buddy's life. This has been just an incredible journey for everyone. And thank you all for listening and watching this uh, for the insight that it provided. And I hope that you feel called to do something like this if it's something that aligns with you. And definitely check the show notes, guys. So again, Bo's Instagram is located down there. Go ahead and throw him a shout out if you feel compelled to. And the ayahuascafoundation.org, it's located down there as well if you would like to embark on this kind of journey for yourself. So again, guys, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Let's get to these uh, resource links and we'll call it a day here. So Food Forest Abundance, guys, get your freedom from fear on located down in the show notes. Libsyn, if you'd like to start your own podcast, highly recommend anybody who feels that they want to do that, do it. It's the coolest damn thing I've ever done. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, And that link will give you two months free. So it's a good start. Also, Amazon, if you're going to feed that beast at all, run it through our link. It's a normal browser as far as Amazon's concerned, but it helps the show. So it helps us, which is wonderful. And thank you guys so much for giving back. Also, Opus, the organization for paranormal understanding and support located down in the show notes as well. Check that thing out. Also, check out the call to action, guys. Again, don't ask for help. I'm asking for help now. Check out the call to action. You'll know more about what I mean when I say that. And thank you all who have so far participated in that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And also, the last link down there is going to be expandingrealitypodcast.com. That's where links to all the socials are, merchandise, too hot for YouTube, all of the lives are replayed there, guys, all the collaboration shows. If you'd like to become an expansive insider, there's a huge project that I've got going with Dave from Gen Z, and it is amazing. So definitely check that out. And if you just want to contribute to the show, Random Acts of Kindness, it's a link down there as well. This is a value for value system. So if you guys feel compelled to do that, I'm absolutely grateful for everything. So thank you guys so much. So go out into this beautiful place this week, guys, and y'all just pick up a piece of litter, smile and be nice to everybody that you come across. Go ahead and buy somebody a coffee or a meal and line around you. It's a small little thing that makes massive ripple effects out into the collective. While you're out there raising the hell out of that vibe, and I love you for it, get the fuck out of the left-hand lane. If you got somebody behind you wanting to pass, that is a great way to raise the vibe. And above all and anything else, guys, you know what I'm going to say here. Y'all go out into this beautiful place, whatever the hell it is, and y'all just be good to one another. 
Thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll see y'all next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.